Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 16th of December. Today, the NBA has a new three-point god, the political ramifications of Sam Kerr's hip and shoulder, and Rugby Australia attempts to pull off a veteran homecoming. But first... And today, not only is there better beer, but there's cricket too. After Australia's first test success at the Gabba, the Ashes rolls into the city of Churches for the pink ball day-night clash at the Adelaide Oval. So let's bring in Captain Pat to update us on the team changes for Australia. Jai Richardson comes in for Joshy Hayeswood. He's hard to replace, Josh, but I think in Jai we've, we've got a pretty good replacement. Swings the ball, he's really consistent. He can lock in, bowl 20 overs for 20 runs. Jai Richardson is officially into the side, but the bigger question, will Davey play? He got through the session yesterday. He's going to be a bit sore, but he's fine. He was drug-free yesterday, I think so. There's a few options, but I think adrenaline will be enough. So David Warner will play, and if the adrenaline isn't enough for the opener to get through the game, it sounds like there's always plan D. Oh, drugs, yes, sir, all the time. Meanwhile, England could bring back their greatest ever wicket-taker, Jimmy Anderson, for the second test. I say could because Jimmy wasn't exactly helpful at yesterday's press conference. Hey, Jim, are you in? Uh, I'm, in this, oh, so I'm in the media conference. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I'm in the t- uh, 12. Uh, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> uh, great start, this. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I think I'm in the 12, so um, yeah, just have to keep my fingers crossed for the 11 tomorrow. Thanks for not very much there, Jimmy. Well, can you at least tell us if Stuart Broad will suit up today? Uh, don't know. <laughs> Seriously, Jimmy. Useless as tits on a bore. And don't forget, this is a day-night test, so the first ball won't be bowled until 2.30pm local time, which is 3pm in Victoria, New South Wales, and Tassie, 2pm in Queensland, and midday in WA. But the easiest thing to do would be to sign up to KO so you don't miss a moment of the action. I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. Well, the NBA has a new three-point god. Curry lets it fly. One down, one to go. Steph Curry went into yesterday's game against the New York Knicks at the famed Madison Square Gardens, needing just two shots from beyond the arc to become the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the NBA. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. Chuck. That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. With family and friends in attendance and the whole basketball world watching, Curry knocked down one within the first two minutes of the game. And then still, early on in the first quarter, history was made. Here's Curry for the record. It's good! There it is! Stephen Curry! The all-time three-point king in the NBA! Curry's 2,974th three-pointer put him one clear of Ray Allen, who had held the record for a decade and was on hand to witness Steph's record-breaking moment. Curry went on to hit three more from distance as his Warriors got the win on the record-breaking night over the Knicks. And with the record now in his back pocket, Curry is comfortable with his new crown. I never want to call myself the greatest shooter until I got this record, so I'm comfortable saying that now. 
It's been almost a week since Aussie striker Sam Kerr brought the crowd to their feet when she knocked a pitch invader off his with a perfect hip and shoulder during Chelsea's Champions League game against Juventus. Kerr set the sporting world alight with their decision to go all Andrew Simons on the bloke and knock him on his ass. But the story doesn't end there. The English Football Offences Act gives London's Metropolitan Police the power to arrest spectators who enter the playing area of a designated football match. The problem is, women's matches in Britain don't fall under the Football Offences Act, but rather general public disorder legislation. Whoop-de-doo! What does it all mean? It means that in the case of Sam Kerr's pitch invader friend, since he didn't assault any of the players or expose himself while he was on the field, police can't charge him with anything. He's free to go. But that's not the end of the story either. Eight British MPs from the all-party parliamentary group on women's football wrote to the British sports minister calling for the closing of the loophole that excludes women's football as designated matches so that the Football Offences Act will apply for any future fence-jumping idiots and so Sam Kerr can just focus on putting balls in the back of the net instead of idiots on their backside. Or rather, curtly, please come home. Georgina Robinson of the City Morning Herald reports that the Waratahs and more importantly the Wallabies are chasing Kirtley Beal in an attempt to have him back in the Australian setup ahead of the 2023 Rugby World Cup. What a tackle that is! He's away. Beal comes away with it. Everybody went with the dummy ball, and Kirtley Beal scores for Australia. Beal is currently contracted to French club Racing 92, but with that season due to finish in June next year, the 32-year-old will be eligible for test selection for next year's three test series against England in July. And national coach David Rennie has already expressed how impressed he was with what Beal brought on and off the field for the Wallabies on their spring tour. Now Rugby Australia just need to find the cash to make it worth Curtley's while. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday the 16th of December. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your weekending edition of The Scorecard. Listener.